All right, here's the plan. That's where the theme song would have went if fucking Austin would have recorded it for me. But he didn't because he said, go ask Tommy to, go ask Tommy to, come on, man, I can use words. If I can't figure out words, I'm not going to be able to record any of this. He said, go ask Tommy to do it because he's a better guitarist. But Tommy's a busy man. You see, Tommy's recording the entire mild cartoon violence album because none of the other members can do it. Yeah, I'm calling every one of them out. I know the truth. Tommy's recording the bass track and the guitar track and the other guitar track and the keyboard track and the drum track. Tommy's even singing on the album. So that means Austin could have recorded my damn theme song. Where's my theme song, Austin? Everybody boo Austin right now. All right, moving on. Uh, I I don't know what to do for first episodes of podcasts. Uh, It's kind of like filling out the about me section in a dating profile. I usually just leave those things blank anyway, because uh, if you're going to try to date me, you got to get to know me anyway. Why should the profile just have that off? On, on the first fucking page you should, you should get to know me that's why on my profiles I usually just give a winky face with two finger guns and that's that's uh, my about section here too just one winky face two finger guns uh, I, I don't really know where to go from there you want to you wanna know more about my dating profile I'll let you know I'm on Facebook dating. I know that's a bit strange for all my homies up in Springfield, but uh, where I'm at currently, Facebook dating has baddies. Up in Springfield, they have the cornfield equivalent of Sasquatch. And it's creepy up there. I've tried it. I don't want to get mugged or trafficked. But here like I said baddies non-stop baddies I matched with a beach goth the other day and that is a legendary creature like uh, um, Pegasus or emo bands that don't hit on 16 year olds at their venues and clubs that they perform at uh, I matched with a girl yesterday that she's works at some kind of aqua park as a mermaid. I don't know how the fuck she got that job. I tried to ask her about it, but she refused to tell me. She just said, buy a tail and hope for the best. Vegas fuck lady. I want to be a mer person. Easiest job in the world. I can walk around with my, well, not walk around. I can flop around with my shirt off and a tail and amuse the fucking shit out of people. I could probably drown doing it too, but you know, pros and cons of the job. But uh, when you message people on Facebook dating, it gives you these uh, little cards that you can 
send to people if you can't really think of what to say. Like, uh, what's your favorite color? What What do you like to eat on Tuesdays? Um, what's your mother's maiden name? What was your first pet's name? What's your 12-digit pen number on your card followed by the CVC number? What do you do on Thursdays that fall on quarter moons? That kind of thing. Uh, I guess Mark Zuckerberg is really trying to get you to give information out. He's going to steal your identity. Maybe I should get off Facebook dating. But the baddies. I can't stop matching with baddies, man. The thing is, the longer I stay down here, the more I want to learn, like... I don't know, Spanish, Creole, Jamaican. I need to spread out. There's too much going on here for me to be stuck with the same thing I've been doing. Grandma lambs need love too, man. What was I going on about? I started thinking about all the hunks out there and all the mamacitas. Oh yeah, I'm transitioning into my new lifestyle here. Um, I ditched my doctor up in Illinois. I got a new doctor here. Uh, new doctor's a bit strange. Mainly because she cares for my physical health and doesn't just give me pills and sends me on my way. My last doctor was just giving me like six to nine weeks worth of pills and says, come talk to me when those are out. And you can just basically do that over a phone call and I'll give you another large supply and you can fuck off. And if there's any problems, then we'll talk. Doctor here is like, I want you to see a behavior, behavioral health therapist and maybe a psychiatrist I think you might have some problems she also wanted to take my blood work but that's because she might have been a vampire um she uh is doing my my vitals started off with the what do you call it where you put the the little uh squeezy thing on the arm I don't know what that thing's called but she looked at me after uh, I had that thing done and she was like hey man like your numbers are off I can't remember which number it was but she said hey man like What'd you eat before you came in here? And I looked at her dead in the eye. I was like, I had a whole roll of Pillsbury butter biscuits. They were on sale at Walmart and I just couldn't pass it up. And she's like, but you ate a whole roll of it. I was like, yeah, man, they're, they're addictive. I could not stop myself from eating a whole roll. And like, 
I didn't want to tell her I eat a whole roll of those anyway. Like they didn't have to be on sale. Like I don't share them with anybody. I'll put like peanut butter on them. I'll put jelly on it, honey. I'll eat those fuckers plain. The pool apart ones are the best, but so she, she knows I have a problem. I think that's why I'm, I'm going to have to start seeing a psychiatrist to talk about my addiction to Pillsbury pull apart biscuits. So we move on to like checking my lungs and my heart rate and she's walking over to me and I say like, is it normal for people to like breathe differently or like have a different heart rate when uh, people start checking for that kind of thing? And she says, for you, probably that's normal because you have a thing with anxiety. And I look at her, I'm like, that's not the answer I wanted. I wanted to know if like you do that kind of thing. I want to know if I'm alone on that. Because there's no way I'm alone on that because I've been doing that forever. Like, let me let me feel your heart, and then next thing I know, it's like. Can't just have a normal fucking heartbeat whenever you ask me to listen to it on command. I'm not a normal person. So she gets close and starts listening and she's like, yeah, everything sounds normal. I'm like, I know it sounds normal. I'm over here practicing. I'm acting. So she's like, I'm going to have to uh, check your heart rate in your feet. And I'm like, okay. Uh, odd, but weird flex. Continue. So I'm wearing my slides, so I slide them off and I get ready to put my foot on the ground. She's like, no, 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 don't put them on the ground. The floor here is dirty. So she takes my foot and like sets half of my foot on the end of my slide and she's holding on to the back of my heel and puts her other hand on the top of my foot to feel for my heart rate or something. And she's like, I got to make sure there's no clotting, but she's wearing a mask but I can I just picture her like <sighs> drooling or something like whatever foot people do and I'm just like okay and then she moves in front of me like doing a squat position and she's she uh, puts her hands on both my legs and on my calves and she says okay now I'm going to push up against your legs and you're going to make sure that I can't move your legs and I'm like alright I haven't like done any like what is it uh, physicals in a while so I, I don't know like I don't know the difference between a physical and foreplay so I'm just rolling with it so I make sure she can't move my legs and she does like a little tiny push and she's like, good, good. And she stands up and she's like, well, everything checks out. Everything seems to be going well. And she finishes up the appointment and, you know, I'm driving home, tell a couple of my friends about the incident. And it wasn't until like I got home and I'm like rethinking what's going on. The gym shorts that I'm wearing has a fucking hole in the crotch they can only be seen like whenever I'm sitting down and like your eye level with my crotch. So when she was pushing up against my calves, she could have totally seen everything that was going on down there. So not only did she get like a good view of my feet, 
But she also could have seen, you know, the rest of me. So, like, does my doctor want to fuck? Maybe. Do I want to fuck my doctor? Yes. Yes, I do. Now, I was suggested that I should get a pedicure before my next doctor's appointment. Now, would that be a good end <laughs> for, uh, for my chances with my doctor? You know what? I think I'm going to take it. Now, get my petty done. You know, have me a nice little uh, personal day. Go in. My doctor's going to be like, Hmm, guy that, you know, tries to take care of himself. And next thing you know, all over my toe. And I'm like, I don't know about all this. My doctor a bit of a freak, but you know, so am I. What the fuck? Damn. I didn't know they did this. This is pretty fucking good. Uh, I also have music going on in the background. I have my headphones on. And uh, Paul Bearer did a cover of Typo Negative's Love You to Death. And I did not know that. And this is pretty fucking good. That stopped me in my tracks there. Um, what else is going on here? I can get in trouble for anything. My doctor ever finds out about this and we don't hook up. Or we haven't hooked up just yet, you know. Or I'm wrong about the whole thing. I I don't know. I might have to find a new doctor if they ever hear this. Or she finds out how I feel. Hmm. Who knows? Uh, let's let's move on. Austin, play that transition song. Oh yeah, the fucker didn't record that one either. Everybody, boo Austin again. Boo, boo. All right. Um, let's think. Another fucking story. I'll tell one more story and then I'm gonna wrap this up and we'll just. That'll be the end of it. So. Back in like 2018, I was working at. Some line cook job. Doesn't matter fucking where. This place was shitty. I liked the workers. Management was kind of crappy. One of the managers... Well, she ended up leaving. One of the managers was good. Um, But... I was... Taking out the recycling to the back. And like... A freak fucking gust of wind. Like fate of the god bullshit type shit nonsense came and grabbed the back door and just smacked 
my Achilles heel and just grabbed me. And I have like a bullshit pain tolerance. So I was able to take it and I took the the cardboard out to the recycling and it came back in. And I, I kept working for a moment. But I started noticing like blood on the floor and I was like, uh, that's odd. So I went into the manager on duty. I was like, hey, like help me with this. I can't like get the Band-Aid on the right spot. Can you get this for me? And so they smacked a Band-Aid on the back of my ankle. And uh, about 20 minutes in, like it starts getting worse and I'm like limping around trying to get the job done. And I'm like, hey, like somebody else got to take over. I'm going home. And... I lived about two miles away from home, so I called one of my friends. I was like, hey, you got to help me out. Give me a ride. Like, I don't ask for rides often, so, like, help me out. So they come pick me up, take me home. They're like, what's wrong? And we look at my ankle, and they're like, hey, that's rough. Like, that's not just some cut. Like, you need to get that cleaned and, like, looked at like professionally so they take me to urgent care and the doctor's like whatever because I'm not sitting there crying they're like it's just a cut and so they they take me back and they're flushing it out and they're like uh this is actually pretty bad like this is gonna need some stitches and I'm like that's what I brought up to you guys that's why I'm here and so they end up giving me five stitches. They give me uh, one of those, uh, uh, what is it, numbing needles or whatever the fuck they're called. They give me a shot of that and start stitching away. And they're like, oh, fuck, we need to give them, like, one more injection. And I'm like, how many more stitches you got left? And I just want, I'm like, fuck it, just go for it. Just stitch me up. And they're like, you're going to feel it. And I'm like, I don't care, just go. I don't want to you just stab me again so they just stitched me up I felt that entire last needle and so uh, they stitched me up sent me home wrapped my leg you know that kind of thing and they're like come back in like two weeks and we'll we'll take them out if it's healed properly and uh, you know just take it easy try not to walk around too much and I was like all right. And so uh, I tell my boss about it, and I'm like, yeah, whatever, we don't give a fuck. And I'm like, well, I still need to get paid. Like, I need the money, but I need need the job. And so I go into work, and I have a cane, like, to help keep the pressure off of that thing a little bit. And uh, my boss is like, really, you needed a cane? And I was like, I don't really need this job. So I tell him, two weeks, I'm out of here. Like, when these stitches are out, I'm out. Like, I'm not going to work here anymore. So I would get dropped off at work. And I just do bare minimum. Like, I did not give a shit about this place anymore. It was just me making 
garbage. I ain't care about any of the people eating it. This overpriced shit. And, uh, the whole time, I was thinking, what, what's the plan here? And me and my roommate, we were discussing, like, hey, maybe it's time, uh, like, you go out to California. Like, go out to L.A., risk it all, and, uh, see if you can do any of these movie ideas you keep talking about, because, like, that's all I ever ranted about. Like, I could make a movie. I could act. I could write something. I could do, like, some kind of big... I could be the next big thing. I don't know. I, I still rant about that kind of thing. I always think that I could be the next big thing. If I fuck around and find out, I probably will be. One of these ideas is bound to stick. But anyway... That's not the point of the story. Um, so I pack up everything. I put all my collectible comics, my movies, my books, like all my signed shit in a box. I take it to my grandma's basement. I take all my clothes. I put it up. Grandma's basement. My guitars. Go to my dad's house. And... I was like, okay, all this stuff will be safe. And I'm like, what's the plan? How are we getting there? Well, one of the, the cooks, he's leaving for Colorado. And I'm like, well, that's halfway. That's across the Midwest, the Great Plains. It's the worst fucking part of America to travel across. Well, who knows? I've never really stuck around. I just know that that place is fucking garbage every time I've been through it but um, so I call up this guy and he's like yeah you, you can hop along you know so I'm like give you some gas money let me in and he's like yeah let's let's do it meet me this location towards the edge of town it was uh, the Blackhawk Motel at 11am uh, I'm like, groovy, let's do this. So I unpacked with an acoustic guitar and a backpack. Overpacked backpack, too. I packed way too much shit. And so I'm chilling. I'm waiting. I'm smoking some weed. Just, you know, time's passing. About 2 o'clock, he's still not there. I give him a call. I'm like, hey, man, where are you at? And he said, oh, man, I'm running late. I'll be there about 3. Cool, cool. I'm on board. I'm still on board. He gets there 3. He comes from, oh, man, I'm sorry. It's all good. Uh, let's, let's get this trip on the road. I get in, get my stuff in. He's got room for me. We start driving, and... uh we start talking, you know, I, I ramble on, I'll ramble on about fucking anything. Like, you get me going, I'll, I'll make up bullshit. Anybody who's ever talked to me knows that, you know, I don't shut the fuck up. So, our trip from Illinois through whatever states those are that are blackout in my memory 
went fairly fast. And next thing you know, we're in Colorado. Right there at some rest stop that says, Welcome to Colorado. I take his picture he turns around takes mine and i hang upside down up on the i hang upside down off the sign and I do this goofy ass smile i never did get that picture from him but you know it's fun that you know i took the picture and there's teepees there and cut out buffalo and uh he's like i'm i'm gonna sleep in the car and i'm like cool cool and he uh sleeps he sleeps in the car and I'm like I'm gonna go sleep out on one of these teepees and he's like cool 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 just uh meet me here in the morning I'm an early riser and we're gonna take off head to the next spot I'm like all right that's cool with me keep this trip moving you know so I'm not just stuck at some rest stop at the edge of Colorado and uh so I'm sitting there at the rest stop. It's like we smoked before. Smoked the entire way there. I think that's the only thing that kept us going is just driving and smoking. And uh, next thing you know, it's morning. I'm tapping on his windshield. And he's like, hey, uh, ready to go. And... Uh, we kind of just drove around the entire state of Colorado just viewing the sights. We went to, uh, what is it, the, uh, what are those big stones called? The, the Garden of the Gods. We spent the first whole day in Colorado just walking around that area. And the, that's a real beautiful sight, man. The colors there, all the people just walking around. Like, I don't know how the fuck that those, like, because they're not carved like that. That's all, like, erosion and shit. It's just wild to think that there's things like that out there. You don't get that stuff back home. Like, everything is just boring as shit. We got corn, soybeans, corn equivalent Sasquatches cows and uh, radioactive waste but uh, out in Colorado there was a lot going on like yeah there was like flat areas but there was also like mountains there was lakes there was like adventure and like checking that all out it was wild and so he found a nice little spot. He's like, I'm going to stop here. I'm going to do some yoga. And I'm like, all right. So I, I was just watching this guy do yoga for a while. And like, I've never really seen anybody do that before. That wasn't like one of my lifestyles. So I'm just sitting there smoking a cigarette, watching this guy. I'm like, you know what? This, this could be an interesting journey for me. Like, maybe I should chill here for a while. Uh, we ended up going to Colorado Springs next. We drove down there because he looked up a free spot where he could park and camp out. And uh, we pulled out our hammocks up on the side of a mountain and just camped out there that night. And 
is a good spot. Because lined up down the road, there was a bunch of people camping. You could just see them. There's nice parking, people all around. It wasn't too far out from the, the city. But that morning, I awoke to a hummingbird in my face. No farther than the microphone is from my face. And it looked like a CGI Disney character. It was adorable as hell. It was uh, magical, almost. The th- I, I knew, like, this is a place I want to hang out. This is a place I want to be for a while. I don't know how long I'm going to be here. But... This is going to be a good hangout spot for a minute. It wasn't too long before my traveling partner woke up. And then we both started rolling joints. And this is going to be a common practice for a lot of our Colorado trip. Rolling joints. Smoking weed. Packing bongs. Smoking blunts. Drinking beers. Rolling fatties, that kind of thing. Uh, in Illinois at the time, weed was illegal. Colorado was legalized. So you could get it everywhere. Everybody had it on them. Everybody was smoking everywhere you went. If you were smoking, you were smoking with somebody else. Somebody was willing to share it. And you were willing to share it. So, you know. Everybody's just smoking. Everybody's getting high. Everybody's having a good time. It was great. So the next part of our journey was to travel up north to Fort Collins. We were going to go head up to some of our friends who also came from Illinois. Uh, He was going to be moving in with them. He was going to be their new roommate. I was thrilled to see them again. It had been a while. And they were also thrilled to get to see me because, you know, who isn't thrilled to see me? I'm the greatest. But, uh, any fucking way. We get up there, and they're like, Crime Lamb, it's good to see you, man. They, of course, give me pot, give me something to drink, tell me that there's a party that night, they're gonna introduce me to all their friends, tell me what's been going down, can't wait to you know get me into the loop and I'm like this is fucking great because you know it seemed like for the past few months I hadn't really been doing anything I'd just been stagnating I'd been going to this job I fucking hated like straight up killing myself there and bleeding out and now here I am about to be having a good time I mean, I ain't got anything fucking set up. I don't got no place to stay. I ain't got no job. And I only got like 700 bucks on me. But I'm going to make it fucking last. Uh, Well, hopefully. I'm going to make the most of it. But, you know, it's going to be good. But... That's just how I got to Colorado. I'm going to drop that part of the story off. And, you know, maybe next week I'll pick up, uh, 
all the parties I went to in Colorado, and that'll be a uh, part two of my uh, journey to uh, California from uh, Illinois to California, how Cramalam hitchhiked across the country. It is an interesting tale. Uh, a wild journey. But, uh, I think it's a pretty mild start. I mean, hanging out with the homies. Those guys were great. But, uh, I still talk to some of them. Uh, the dude that I drove here with, I haven't talked to him in a while. I got him on Snapchat. He he appears to be doing great. He's still up in uh, Colorado somewhere. I think he moved to a, a smaller town, but he seems to be doing pretty well off. He was always a good cat. But my friends that I'm, I'll bring up next week, those guys, they're fucking phenomenal. I still talk to them all the time. But, uh... I might have to start using fake names. Because so, next week's journey is going to get ridiculous in some of the things I do. Um, anyway, moving on to the, the last segment. Is uh, my album of the week. Uh, the album of the week is Reflections of a Floating World. It's this two it's the 2017 album by Elder. Um, Elder is a doom metal band. Well, it's a genre-pushing rock band that melds heavy psychedelic sounds with progressive elements and advocates soundscapes formed in the small coastal town of Massachusetts. But uh, they fucking rock manhand. Just an album I listened to this week that I said, man, this is some good shit and more of my friends should be listening to it. But, uh, the album is Reflections of a Floating World. That's the album of the week. Uh, this is... You've been hanging out with uh, with, with Cram-a-Lam. I don't know how to end a podcast, man. This this is Tales of Cram-a-Lam. Hang out with me next week. Uh Also, this is where my outro would go if Austin recorded one for me. So, one last time. Everybody boo Austin. Boo!